buddy had a like some a hello, everyone, we're live. lever action oh we're live oh hello hello everyone we're live hi hello we we're talking about firearms so i hope you're yeah, happy the gun the gun conversation took me away i was ready but yeah because apparently these guys are holding out on me that there were new lever guns announced at shot show and no one told me i thought we were i'll give you a new lever gun oh is it over there it's over there baby we're the worst uh welcome in everyone to episode 107 can't believe it's been that many and uh you're still here that's that's a me problem not you welcome um i appreciate it thanks everyone for being here it's been an awesome show uh work has been hectic it's crazy so maybe not as much show preparation as potentially should be done for a show of this nature but we're going to sit here and talk about first person shooter video games and maybe real shooting for a little while anyway um we're gonna put we're gonna put something together uh Wu meister with a five dollar super chat incredibly kind man thank you so much i really 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 appreciate it um Ooh, Wu meister, can you put that link in chat first of all yeah i guess the donations I want to see that uh i want to see a video if you have the link that's a force there. new yeah so uh we might should just drop five dollars in the chat uh we are live by the way podcast listeners on monday evenings 5 30 on my youtube channel link in the show notes um on delta force i would love to see that are if you're in my discord oh he took it down dang it what if it's right if, if anyone finds that around you can post it in in my discord on the underneath the scope and we'll talk about or it slide today. in his dms do it they're open <laughs> baby they're open um what what else is going on before before we get into it um i just want to let you guys know if you guys want to support the show while well, i got the early birds here and the people listening driving around doing life stuff like that first off thank you so much for downloading the podcast we're at we're almost averaging 200 downloads a week on, on the audio version which is super badass and uh appreciate you guys so much for doing that um if you want to support the show be a friend tell a friend share it around um, and let folks know. I guess the other thing allegedly I found out is if you guys leave um, reviews on Spotify and Apple, it really helps out. Like maybe there's some kind of algorithm with podcasts. So um, if you guys got a second, don't do it while you're driving. Jeez, you don't have to do it right now. Um, but uh, <laughs> pull over safely and leave us a review on Spotify and buckle up and use your turn signal. Damn it, man. And uh, leave us a, a review on Spotify and Apple. Apparently that helps out. Use their turn signals please that's why they're there and also i hate people that don't use their turn signals man like it's that hard to hit the lever like you're just we too tired we triggered crash you did man people okay people that don't put their grocery carts away like that just leave them in the parking lot like you can't walk like 10 fucking feet and put it in the thing every time my wife is like really really i was like yes every time i'm teaching my son a good habit that's right that's right it's about it's about how you act. You're the, the real you shows through when people aren't watching. Okay, so what are you gonna do? And if you don't put a shopping cart away, put your shopping you. cart away. Man. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, all that to say, leave us a review uh, on the the podcasting platforms, and also, as you guys know, likes and comments do help on uh, on the YouTube side of things. And for that, we will be forever indebted to you. I am one of your co-hosts, Crash. Joined by two of my favorite people in the creating hemisphere, sphere of creating. Co-host Buffner Gaming, Blue the Robot. What's up, guys? Hola. That was going nowhere. That was going nowhere fast. You, you, you brought it back. You brought it back. I did. I just got out of it. 
Uh, what have you guys been up to? How's the weekend? How are you doing, Buff? Good weekend? You good? You all right? Uh, what did I do? Thinking, thinking, uh, yeah, I did a whole lot of nothing. Thinking, uh, I, uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Ruddy or Not, and then some Insurgency Sandstorm went back and did a little bit, bit of DMZ on Saturday. But the new Sandstorm, uh, you know, of course, it happened after our show just out of nowhere last week, but the new Sandstorm next gen update went live like randomly midweek last week. So I was checking that out, and like I have to say, it's like a completely different game uh with the next gen update so i've been having a good time with that and then of course dmz is like the only way i can i can play caught other than that take a little break haven't uploaded any mm -hmm. videos in, in a little while and uh it feels good step back you know just hitting the gym yeah. lifting some heavy ass weight and oh, it's I, good i did today yeah buddy i had some heavy heavy stuff today too feels good man it does how, why I don't get why the gym is like that. I never want to go, and I always try to talk myself out of it. But then when I'm there and after I leave, I feel amazing. Why am yeah. I like that? I don't get it. I'm just going to make a home gym at this point. I want to. Well, if I move, I'm going to. Yeah, and you just know, get like a decked out garage gym someday, man. That'd be, oh, I'll that'd some, be dope. I'll put some cameras in there and stream my workouts over lunch. You know what I want really bad? The machine that I want the most is a belt squat machine. My gym doesn't oh, have those are nice. I want them so bad. I guess a lot of the, like the West Side Barbell guys and stuff back in the day would just do super heavy belt squats, and it doesn't mm -hmm. hurt your back because the weight's on your hips instead of your back, and yeah. it's supposed to help your back too. You just got to get like the right belt for that, because like if you don't, I, I like some of the ones, some of the ones you can get are like padded, because the the regular ones like digs into my my like hips the old school and, ones, and it hurts. Yeah, it digs into your hips because like you're putting so much weight on it, like the belt's just like digging down into your hips so you're like you can lift a lot of weight because it's like the perfect form for a squat but then the belt's just like ripping in here <laughs> it's a small price to pay it's I, it's I, better than a broken back <laughs> yeah i want one of those so bad because like i hate having to like try to having to put a belt on and like be real careful with my back when i just want to load my legs down squat i don't know it's a yeah. whole thing it's a whole thing uh blue you uh you did some wild stuff i saw <sighs> I on the did a lot you're, yeah. you're out of the this weekend. Yeah. So, like, Saturday morning, uh, me and the wife and another uh, YouTuber friend of mine, uh, Justin Red, uh, we went out to uh, a convention uh, in Orlando. So, it's called MegaCon, and it had a bunch of, you know, a bunch of uh, anime gaming, not much gaming, more like anime tabletop, uh, sci-fi stuff. The 501st was out there and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I got to take. I got to see all like the Mandalorian stuff like that. The Star Wars part was my favorite. I would hang out there all day. Yeah, um, the, but the crazy the, that wasn't even the craziest part though. Like we went. So originally we had a hotel booked, and I, you know, I we booked it the, the day before, which is you know bad idea. But we were like, you know what, just in the case day before it gets late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no zombies included. Um, but the when I got to, when I got to the hotel, uh, it turns out check in. Well, we told them we'd be there in the morning, and they never told us a check-in time. So when we got there, they said, oh, check-in is until 3. We were like, we got there like at 8. Okay. And the convention didn't open its doors to like 10. So we were like, all right, fine, whatever. I don't really, you know, want to pay something else. So I went, we went to uh, the Hyatt, which had a restaurant inside, like a, like a diner, you know, for breakfast. 
Mm-hmm. And I went in there and I asked the the, the front desk, I was like, hey, you know, how, could I get a room right now? And uh, and this is like the fanciest place I've been to. Like there was like a Ferrari parked outside. There was a Honda NSX. It was really cool. Um, and they were like, yeah, we can, you know, do that. And and I was like, you guys do anything for the military? They're like, we could. We don't normally do, but we could for you. And I was like, all right, <laughs> nice. cool. I'll 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 do that. You know. So and then <laughs> free complimentary parking. Hell yeah. So all that we got that room instead. But we went to the diner and I'm sitting down. There's my wife across, uh, Justin on my right. And I look over to my left. I was, I, and I did a double take. I was like, "No way!" Freaking Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo, Machete, Machete, sitting right there with his son. And wow. I was like, "Wait, hold up!" Because I know he was on the celebrity guest list for um for Boba Fett. I think some other stuff as well. I know he's he's famous, but like on the the celebrity guest list was for Boba Fett, and uh, he was sitting there right there. I was like, "Dude, look, look." You know, of course, we didn't say hi to him. We just let him eat breakfast because I, Dude, that's I mean, awesome. would want to get bothered, you know, eating yeah, breakfast it's... with your son. So, you know, I was just like, that's cool. I got to see Danny Trejo for like a minute. And he's just, you know, super, super cool, I guess. But but the entire convention alone, though, it was it was Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We went Saturday. Oh, my gosh. there It is jam packed, man. And I saw the craziest things. First of all, the smells crazy smells people people need to wash all right <laughs> it's a bunch of nerds that's bad bathe yourself bad. you weirdos come on guys come yeah, on please man. also don't bring a newborn to a convention this this baby <laughs> was like days old oh jeez, days old they came through and they were just there i was like what are you doing uh just go back to like she looked like she just got out the hospital uh, and, and they were in costume as well too but we saw some really sick like gundam mechs like tall like people uh, dude we saw some crazy like oh we saw like scp 5k or they were this and the mtf guys they were all dressed up bunch of you know clone troopers stormtroopers jedi darth revan bunch of anime stuff that i, I don't really know what I, what all that's about uh i got some like really cool like metal I could see it a little bit. Metal posters behind me for like Studio Ghibli that my wife got. Um, and then like uh what was it? Um like Bluey, because my son loves Bluey. Um and then yeah, and we took pictures of R2D2, like you saw on Twitter. Uh this guy like made it, he was like controlling it behind his hand and stuff like that. It was just so cool. Um yeah, so we just did that and we just went downtown afterwards and you know i was the 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 designated driver but everyone was just being safe drinking and just hanging out and it was cool it was really really fun and and as for gaming i didn't really do much again i just that was more of my time we just you know enjoyed ourselves and then we had to drive back and stuff like that so you know pretty pretty chill actually after it was it was crazy i mean dude we were just like dude our back my feet like <laughs> just just walking everywhere and it was really packed but definitely would like it makes me want to go more to a gaming convention though because this was like a lot of artwork anime i mean all the celebrities were there though i mean like hayden christensen ewan mcgregor were there freaking oh. yeah i mean uh, uh my wife wanted to see the ladies from charmed but you know it's it's like impossible to see like the lines the cutest like to get the signatures was like hours long i was like who people are you know crazy to wait in those lines like 
I and saw was another, uh, YouTuber Star Wars Theory. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw I saw him. I didn't get to meet him, but right. I saw the line. I looked over and I was like, "Oh shit, that's Star Wars Terry wearing his uh purple Order sixty six hat." That's awesome. You know, so yeah. I was like, "That's cool." But then I saw it was like he was there from like one to two or something like that, or two to four out for like a few hours. But the line to meet him was just down the way, down oh, the whole entire carpet. And I'm just like, I, and we were leaving at that point because by 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 two we were done. We were like, "All right, guys, good luck." I hope you get to see him. And the guy behind me was like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was cool. That was cool. I saw he was there and I, I didn't know it was the same convention until you just said you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen were there. So yeah. yeah, it was, man. Oh, oh, I saw uh, Giancarlo Esposito walking around oh, yeah, as well. So it was, it was really cool, man. It was, it was definitely for the first one. I want to go to a gaming one though. I want to, yeah, especially I want to go to like PAX East or PAX South or something like that. You know, especially like as a content creator, like uh, Justin was telling me, like, that's where, that's where you make some really cool network connections, Mm. especially as a creator and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll have to wait. Sadly, E3 got canceled, RIP, but (laughs) You know, imagine imagine our podcast then. Oh my God, no skin. Right. <laughs> Doing a live. Do it, we should do a live show. Let's just all go to a convention. Gosh, dang, right? That's a dream. Bro. That'd be that would be the dream, right? That would be a dream, dude. If this show if the show uh, ever got big game enough game to where and so like yeah, that. if the show ever got big enough, we could do like a live one at some at some gaming convention. Would be sweet. One day maybe. Better hurry before I'm too old to get there. Um, be the grandpa gamer by, by that time. I've always. I've always wanted to go to uh, uh, Rainbow Six, like SI, like coming up this month, uh, the Six Invitation. I would love to go to a giant thing yeah. where they have like the developer panels and unveil unveil the new stuff for the seasons live with everybody there, and so that would be awesome. I know uh, from Gray Zone. Um, I don't know if it's just uh, wow, his, his the name is Rick. Rick? If Rick, I know Rick is going to a convention and they're going to give away some Grey Zone March and uh, they're going to talk about it a little bit, I guess. There, and I was like, oh, I wish. Man, I wish which, I one is that? which one is that? It's in Texas, right? Loot Fest? Where are you going? Loot Fest. Yep. He's giving away some Grey Zone Warfare hoodies. Rick, if you're watching, send us some our win. All right. But if you have uh, extra hoodies and like present, you know, to some creators, I guess. So it's like, super cool that he's going to be able to do that those hoodies look sick too they have they wear them in the interviews so when they did that uh x special forces guy uh he had one of those hoodies on and then the the dev interview in the newsletter had one too um pretty cool need it um need it want it perfect segue it is that was the main thing i was going to talk about i was going to say on my i had a good weekend too i went back to rainbow six siege ranked for the first time and uh we played for a couple hours and only had one cheater which is which is wild i know they made that big announcement about the cheaters last week so i was curious to see if that actually did change anything especially because they went not just for the cheaters themselves but for the root issues so maybe that could be some fallout and some maybe actual results that you're seeing yeah maybe they're getting it figured out Maybe they're getting it figured out a little bit. Maybe they, che- maybe they scared the way the cheaters a little bit. And I then... doubt it. No, back. I no, doubt it. Because we got we got one, back. and uh, we got in the match with the cheater, and he was spamming the disc the cheater Discord. 
in the chat like he was spamming the link to the discord i'm like is that like some kind of cheat discord or whatever and then it's because they all got scared and he needs to make his money trying to make money you know he's like shit he spammed this link in the discord or in the game chat this discord link and i was like is that like a cheater discord or something and uh fools who were playing with like yeah we're all about to die and it was like three seconds and we were all toast man it's like oh it's like it was so ominous man just like well it was a uh, pleasure playing with you boys like we had a good run <laughs> yeah it's like we had a good run man this is where it ends uh it's pretty funny um i actually gotta do, go do some hunting this weekend too though um got out yesterday touched grass as well uh hiked down to a pond near me and did some goose hunt. all that your your boy on the back yeah. riding in the, yeah 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 the saddle yeah <laughs> i got a little pack for the little guy to be on we hiked a little awesome. bit and then and then uh yesterday i got to do some goose hunting finally and got some geese that nice. cleaned up for the roaster have a christmas goose for February. so that was a good time good time um Let's see. Oh, background noise. I can fix that. I will do that when we start talking about the next topic. Boom. Next topic. Gray zone warfare. And I want to get into this a little bit. This is probably mine and most people's uh, most anticipated game. And this week, the big news for me uh, was that they released a uh, devlog. Devlog number two. The first one was about lore and stuff. Um, This one. Wait. This one's about missions, right? First one, the website yeah. just confused me when I looked at it. Sorry, I blacked yeah. out. <laughs> December 21st was missions. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This was the new one, right? Rat's Nest, the mission. And prepared. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. That was all the way back on December 21st? No, no, no. It, that, was, <clears throat> that was the most recent one that we just did last week. So I don't know. When you scroll down, the way they had it, the way they had it on the on the page they gave us was a little confusing, but no, this this one was January what thirtieth, thirty first, right? It was the embargo for this. Yeah, that's that date's wrong, huh? Yeah, that, that heading doesn't make sense. Um, but this is the right. This is the new information. Holy yep. cow! Okay, <laughs> this is a new one. Sorry. Um, did you guys get a chance to uh, see the mission? I'm gonna fix this noise real quick. You guys talk about uh, the mission for a second. I'll be right back. I'll fix it. Yeah, I, I I saw it. I think all of us got the you know all three of us are lucky enough to uh, be on the creator list, so we got got this stuff a little bit early. Um, I and For then, our I, eyes I, only. Yeah, and I I mean I liked the interview uh, with the uh, ex the Czech ex special forces guy going through the mission itself. So you know uh, Rick described the mission, and basically it was like. A recce type mission and the Czech special forces guy kind of walked through how he would approach it and kind of the loadout he would use and you know what his squad would maybe be running um and like the mission itself was basically like uh you needed to go in like the the rat's nest so like the uh the guys in, in the town were still up to a lot of stuff so you needed to go in and do surveillance and not and basically just gather intel um and not engage unless absolutely necessary so uh, you know, basically that determined what you, you know, you want to move light, you want to, you want to pack lights, uh, the weapons that you and your squad are running and, and really just trying 
load out for surveillance um, and obviously always be prepared in case you do run into into the enemy AI in this case or like another another team. So I, I really like the way um, he approached the mission and the cool thing is you can approach it any way you want to. So like if you wanted to go in mm -hmm. guns blaze and you there's nothing preventing you from doing it. <laughs> yeah. I or really, again, with, uh, you go by yourself or with a team as well too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I really wonder how this is going to be because as I've said several times, I think the missions are are going to be, it's going to be the absolute key thing for longevity of the game, right? Like mm -hmm. it can have really cool customization with weapons and really cool ballistics and the game loop could feel nice and crispy. But like, if you don't have a reason to go in and do stuff, like you're going to not want to play and you're going to kind of lose it. Like mm -hmm. I, I think so. The thing that I, I wanted to talk about today in, in some of my videos and a lot of creators videos talked about this rats nest mission and it was cool and it tied right into the, to the interview that they did with the ex special forces agent um, that there's a lot of thought that goes into these. Um, it seems like, and there's going to be some thought on your end too. I, I wonder, I don't, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I wonder if, if the game does well and becomes popular, if it's going to do something like Tarkov or it's going to like have to have a wiki, um, or something. And then once that happens, then the missions yeah. will get like way easier. People will start to develop metas and stuff. Even if. So like where Tarkov is different when in that respect, of course, is the persistent server aspect. So right. your movement, your mission could be super like if you go in quietly, come out and you extract with the little bird, nothing, no engagement, you're perfectly fine. But like, again, you could accidentally run into another team. AI could maybe I don't know if the AI has like a different way they move as well, too. Are they always going to be in the same location? especially for a mission like that? Or is it like, you know, maybe in the future where it's like, okay, it's the same mission, but different location. So, you know, it could still be different that way. So it won't be like, even the wiki will be like, oh, this mission can spawn in either the north side, south side, east side, you know, like it could be in yeah. this location here. So that way, even if there is a wiki page and meta starts to form, it'll be less of a hassle than whereas Tarkov, of course, you have, you know, everywhere exactly where the loot spawns every single time, every single wipe, every single spawn. Like, that's kind of the issue that I have with Tarkov, where this is a little bit more persistent. More, uh, It's just different every time you'll play. Yeah, I wonder, they did, in Tarkov, they did try to make it different. They moved some boxes around. They made a little bit of dynamic loot stuff where boxes and caches aren't always in the same spot. If people play that like it's their second, first job, not even the second job, it's their yeah. first job. But it didn't even... Change this here to there, boom, put it on the wiki, everyone knows now. But it, Well, know? I mean, no, it's it's every raid, it's different. Like, um, with a few of the boxes, they try to do that, but it's not noticeable because it's not very many, Um, in, in my opinion, from what I've played so far this wipe, But... Yeah, so, yeah. and I, I could be putting the cart before the horse here. I'm thinking about, like, already thinking about longevity of the game, and, like, I don't know if there's going to be wipes well, or if you're going to go through this stuff be. again. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. That's probably not the best way to think of this kind of stuff, but because that, I mean, that's the main reason that I that I backed off at Tarkov quite a bit is because of the, the wipes and then doing the same missions over and over and over again, so I hope yeah. that's not the case. But uh, in this, a couple things... Um, that were glossed over, and I want to get your guys' thought on this, which I think is pretty promising. Um, within the newsletter, and shout out to Madfinger Games for featuring me in the newsletter. Um, that was really kind of them, and 
Um, super appreciative. Yeah, they put they put me in their newsletter as a featured creator. So that was that was super kind of them. Um Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. Um <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that was that was in there. So I if you guys are like super like into the excited for this game and want more information, sign up for that newsletter because there was a an exclusive developer interview, which I always like those and hearing from the devs and stuff. And it was a writer from Madfinger Games that's actually working on the quest. And like he said, for the last quite a while, he's been solely writing quests and, and getting those done and out the door. So that's awesome. The key thing, the key takeaway from that was for early access, which again, guys, is supposed to be in the next two months, right? Essentially, first quarter still. So this month or next month, early access release of this game for everybody to try. Um, they're going to have over 150 quests already. Um, that's amazing. that's awesome so i thought that was pretty cool especially if they're a little bit in depth i'm assuming they're showing us early ones um with these because they're all and and what i mean with these ones is i think also something that kind of got glossed over a little bit when they dropped the lore and they showed screenshots of the different um traders there was actually a quest open on those so i was kind of under the impression i think a lot of people were that they've only shown us one quest this rat's nest quest but however there were three other ones that i have pulled up um, that we can go over too, but I kind of got the I kind of got the overall feel of them that most of these are just going and gathering stuff and coming back. And I think I think the difference in the dynamic part of the game comes from the persistent servers and the unpredictable nature of like where people could be um, and, and stuff like that. But this one was really cool because it kind of got that um, kind of that. Oh, I don't know. It just kind of felt like an action movie or something because you got the intel, right? They showed the picture of uh, this AI soldier or AI whatever insurgent kind of guy uh, right here. And that was the the main guy you were supposed to collect intel on. And uh, so you kind of got like a you got like an intel packet almost. And um, so you kind of had to prepare like, OK, we're going to go in this way. The, the special fortress soldier talked about. You want to make sure that your your LZ is quite a ways away so they can't hear you coming. You're going to want to go stealthy. Um, and he talked about how in real life, and it translated into the game, how he would, you know, try to do like really light on armor, be able to be fast, agile, mobile, and like a lightweight, like um, M4 style platform, I think, something like that, um, just so he could be mobile and quick and able to move and kind of just duck undercover and, and stay quiet and observe from a distance, not go into the town. Uh, try to collect the intel and the information that the trader needed from a distance and, and stay safe. And then then my brain goes further and it's like, man, that would be so cool. And then you went back to the trader and they're like, okay, now you have to execute. You have to take this guy out and do, you know, maybe collect something else or some of the weapons. It's, like, it's almost like a linear story, but it's still choose your own adventure as well. Right. right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um it has the potential to be cool. I don't know yet, but it has the potential to be cool. But I think some of these early quests are kind of go get the thing and bring it back. But there's a bunch of different ways. Um, I think also like with, like you said with the persistent servers that are that are always there, right? So it really, I think one of the one of the issues in Tarkov, you know, even though it can be annoying doing the same quests over and over, not saying this is how Gray Zone's going to be, but with Tarkov specifically, I'm trying to <clears throat> imagine if it was. Uh, the persistent servers like we're gonna, going to get with Gray Zone, where they're always running, so you're not having set spawns every time you come in, right? So you could go in. One of the things with Tarkov is like it, any one of those early missions, you know the spawns, you know you're going to run into mm -hmm. players. Everyone's doing the same missions, 
around early wipe too. So it just creates something hectic with these with these twenty four seven persistent servers. Like you could go there, you could be the only person on the map, like depending, you know, at that particular. Yeah, or it could be full, and you could just be you know crazy firefight. So it's it, I think it adds an element of like the unknown to it, which is exciting. Um, which could make some of those those maybe like the tedious quests easier or harder, right? At least uh, at least you have an element. Yeah, because if you if you come back and it might like be a different playthrough and it might be a lot easier, especially right. I don't know, man. It's it's and also I believe I don't actually I don't know if VoIP was confirmed as well too. So like imagine it is okay. So yeah, so then you can like one fire team and another fire team maybe like are trying to do the same thing you guys see each other you could communicate if you want you know especially in a game like this where it's like the small unit tactics involved in this which is re- that's why a lot of people like to compare this more to like arma as well too because you need to know some tactics to really maybe even complete some of these quests especially like you know engaging in an enemy falling back breaking contact all that stuff is like a viable tactic in this game whereas tarkov is just you know shoot the legs until the guy falls first or just you know hip fire with a 60 round mag you know it's just yeah yeah um uh, the other thing i just also kind of i i look into stuff too deeply so the other really interesting thing this image is on your screen now um it's one of the screenshots that came out with the with the promotional material for this devlog um, for those of you guys uh, listening to the audio, it shows uh, two PMCs working together behind a truck in a uh, in a location underneath a like a garage roof, and they're they're kind of uh, looking over some of the AI that are working on stuff. And this image, so they sent promotional material out with it. There's a place like a press kit or whatever. In the press kit, the this image was actually named Secondary Quest. So. Um, and you can see a briefcase next to the, to the one soldier. So like, it kind of looks like a briefcase of interest, like a silver briefcase. So maybe like something took an unexpected turn and it popped up because they also say, um, here in underneath that in this devlog, they say choosing to explore on foot, not only enhances your overall progress, but also uncovers hidden gems in LeMang. You might stumble on unexplored locations with scarce loot or discover intriguing side stories, all while staying focused on achieving your main mission. So it sounds like, and I don't know if this will be early access or not, but it sounds like their eventual vision is to have like side stories that side quests that can pop up while you're on your main mission. Cause like I said, this image was called secondary quest and it shows it like a briefcase under the truck. And then mm-hmm. uh, underneath it, it says there's intriguing side stories. So I, I thought that was definitely of note. Like the Interesting. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like uh ghost recon wildlands or even breakpoint with like, you have like the main. That's exactly what I was thinking about, man. It's yeah. You're bringing in that open world where you're walking yeah. from point A to point B and all of a sudden a secondary thing comes up. Yeah. yeah. It kind of, it's giving me some, some again, and this is, it makes sense. Some stalker vibes as well too, yeah. with that open, especially stalker anomaly vibes with that open world secondary quests on the side. It's, you know, things are ever changing within, I guess this is technically called a zone as well too. It's not the exclusion zone, but it's, it's still, there's ground zero. Something happened to this place. So, yeah, you know, something weird is going on too. Um, mm-hmm. the other thing that was cool that I noticed, and again, me probably reading too much into stuff, 
Um, opt for lightweight <laughs> gear to move quietly and make an exit if needed. In the event of alerting the enemy, be ready to have at least one weapon with a silencer to resolve the unexpected situation. So potentially, nice. the AI might be able to like hear you and maybe your audio alertness might actually have something to do with having a suppressor. So I thought that was pretty cool. Because in, in yeah. Tarkov, suppressors are just nice because maybe like PMCs don't hear you as far, but it... In my experience, I don't think they have much effect on like the AI scavs, but yeah. it, it it would be kind of cool to have the AIs actually aware of your sound level, right? Like if you went loud, mm -hmm. they you have a farther radius to alert AI, and if you're using a suppressor, so that might make suppressors worth a premium um, in the game economy and actually be useful for something. So or at night, start getting into like night vision right. and have we heard anything about that about night stuff? Um, I haven't seen anything myself, but I'm trying to remember maybe the conversation that we had, like when all the creators were together, and I think someone asked something about that, but I'm not so sure we could talk about that either. So, but regardless, having and then you start looking at hex systems, IR lasers, suppressors, you know, mono tubes, dual tubes, quad nods. Like eventually, you'll start working your way up from there. And then again, with the the gear as well too, you know, Tarkov. Tarkov is like, I keep bringing it back, but like no matter what gear set you're wearing, whether it's a full, you know, Tachanka helmet or freaking, you know, visor, Alton, no matter what a plate carrier armor set you're wearing, you make the same footsteps every time, at least from what I hear. I don't really hear a difference. There could be a slight deviation, you know, but then again, the footstep audio in that game sucks still. Um <laughs> So, but I'm now if you're in this game, if you're wearing, <laughs> sorry, Call of Duty. Uh, if you look, but now again, it, it depends on the gear you bring in. So, if you bring in like a chest rig, for instance, compared to something super heavy, you know, play carrier plus other magazines. If you're coming in like full battle rattled, then you know you could be making more noise. Where I would like to see right. too, I do like the the speed indicator as well too for walking so slow down slowing down your steps instead of just like you know walking's one speed crouching's one speed you know i would like to see where i can like oh slow down my walk to help out with the the quietness so man this engine yeah looks so good. There's, there's so there's just so many things to plan before even thinking about going into which is what i like see that's what i like yeah. i like I like having that element of you need to, you can't just mind it. Let's go in and, and, you know, slide cancel and kill everything. Like, you know, having to like work together as a team, that whole, that whole team play element, what, what guns I bring in gear versus what you and crash bring to the team. Like, you know, it, almost like a the rainbow six comes to mind also crash. Cause like <clears throat> when you're playing as a team, like every team member typically needs to pick an operator for a specialist to support the team and their teammates. So yep. mm -hmm. unless you're a rando, then you do the opposite. Right. So I think like, you know, if you're playing, like if, if the three of us were playing, like we would plan out what we're doing and contingencies and things like that. So I think for sure. Yeah, who's bringing in ammo? Who's bringing the extra meds? Who's bringing the extra food and water? Are we all just bringing enough to sustain each other? Cause that's yeah. another thing too, you know? So yeah. who's bringing radiation? uh you know pills or something like that because that's a thing in the game as well so yep you know we're bringing it are we bringing in gas masks do we know where we're gonna infill to 
you know do we know where xfil is which i you know you do so the thing about to the devlog too i'm curious how that end part works because there is apparently like a safe zone or like your own little base in the map itself and then from there you call in the little bird for an extraction back to base camp so i'm right. really curious like if you get back to your it's not like you know if i touch base am i safe or it's all right we're here hopefully nobody trailed us while we wait here for the extract and i'm really hoping it's i call it in on a radio instead of let's deploy a big yellow smoke so everyone yeah. around us can see yeah you well, know I, I think i really hope i just you just call it in and then maybe like oh you know 30 seconds out pot red smoke boom there it is you know yeah, yeah. I, i'm guessing they'll make the the extractions pretty hairy i, I just, think they're i be... just yeah i just don't want like you know survive for two minutes i don't know it's just yeah no but I, if i'm I, thinking more you know tactically you know it'll be right. interesting i hope there's different levels to it right like maybe like a risk reward thing would be really cool if it's like you know you just got done you're kind of in your ao like where your mission went on and you can call one in and it can come but you're gonna have to like it could be hot right like because you're close to where the enemies were or if you kind of take your time, hike out, maybe get out away farther and kind of covertly move away from from the mission area, then you can you can have a lot safer extract. I think that could be like the kind of I would hope there'd be secondary, even third, you know, tertiary extracts. Yeah, because if one gets compromised, you need to leave. And then what? You know, because it says like and also there's a time limit, I would assume, because it says approach the LZ, you know, in time. So. If you maybe what happens if uh you lose out on time, does your screen just go black, you died in ray type thing? Or, you know, is there a way to maybe escape through maybe even taking someone else's little bird? Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. There's a lot of good so, questions. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of good questions that so like this is and that's why I'm like, this is cool. I'm glad they put this out. But man, you are drip feeding us right now. <laughs> like yeah this is well, the the ultimate tease for my like our dream game mostly you know like for a lot of people's dreams game yeah and they can't i don't know they're gonna run out of time to tease this they're gonna have to get they're gonna have to get stuff going because like i said it, it, it's i'm also worried about too because there's so many games that have done that where they just tease 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 put out little things here and there and about before you know it's it people are moved on to the next thing now i don't think there's another game like this that is up to this scale that will you know other than tarkov but like even then uh it's not like we're looking at like a world war three situation where they just kept teasing and then fucking nothing happens what i just really oh. want at the end of the day is this game to work because i'm thinking still servers i'm thinking hackers i'm thinking hopefully dedicated servers like you said earlier you know last week and the week before uh crash and you know like i i we need this game because like all of this is cool thanks for telling us how a story or a mission Quest, side quest could go but am i going to go in there and, and and am i going to be stuttering am i going to be net code killing getting killed behind the wall am i going to see flying hackers around the map like you know like <laughs> what what Probably. makes me you know and, and okay you're not going to escape hackers 100 there's just no way not even to me you probably not even with a anti-cheat maybe i don't know that's a different conversation but like what are you are they getting prepared for the influx of players? Because there's going to be a lot of players, you know, pushing these servers probably to their limits. Yeah. And, and they're all, the, all they've done. And I'm not, you know, no, 
shot no no shots fired towards like mobile games but that's all you've done you know yeah. i we need to see how you handle a pc player base yeah there hasn't really been a any been any kind of gameplay loop or anything like that yeah like raw gameplay that's supposed to be coming soon um yeah the, that'll be huge when that drops but as far as like the quests and stuff go i thought 150 was a cool number because tarkov is just now getting like over 200 quests and that that can keep busy quite a, yeah quite a while. i will say though i think it's from what we've seen though and the time frame that they want to be in releasing to early access i think they'll make it it's just uh I, it looks decent i think they'll make it in a good i don't think i don't want to say it'll get delayed because all of a sudden it gets delayed ah blue you were wrong you know but I, <laughs> from what i'm seeing it looks like it, it can make it uh the time frame so and the money that's going into this too so i'm kind of curious how much money is actually going into it i don't know that <laughs> let's just ask him that wouldn't go well um, <laughs> so uh what i thought was cool is some of these this made me go back and look at the other material and you can see other quests so um it looks like squads of four i noticed that on the ai and there are six traders it looks like artisan banshee gunny handshake lab rat and turncoat um this mission looks like cash retrieval i think these are like really early on because you don't have any rep or anything yet um there's a like a three paragraph story behind it you essentially have to find and mark the cash in the warehouse by south part of town mark the cash in a shack that's at the town's lumberyard find and mark the cash in the offices near the town hall and your reward is a recon rig uh amp 12 looks like a backpack and uh 500 experience and then with banshee um a farewell to arms you have to inspect the armory in fort nareth so that could be like a pretty hot zone it sounds like uh it says try to keep quiet we don't want the entire base on high alert you think you can do that so it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of people there yeah you could, if you make a peep you could totally screw that up um, you can see you can have two active tasks at a time. Teach a man to fish is another one of the tasks. So they sound, you know, like they have some backstory to them, uh, kind of like the Tarkov ones do. In this reward, you get uh, this one looks a lot harder. You get twenty five instead of five hundred experience. A uh, special reward, like a mystery reward, and a Remington seven hundred uh, Bolty. Um, nice, nice. And then uh, for artisan. Uh, looks like you have to investigate the UNLRA camp in Tiger Bay and find a list of confirmed evacuees. And um, it talks about she needs to know who got in and who got out, at least according to them, and who was left behind. So there's that, and it kind of shows you like an image. It looks like from one of the trailers uh, we saw. And then the there's point. Yeah. Yeah. There's two different um, tasks, active tasks as well. And you can see here again, no completed task yet. I think these are like the first ones you do. Um, Hoang's list and retribution. So um safely end expedition. I don't know what that is. That might be what you like to call in the, the chopper. Um not hundred percent sure. But you can go back and look at some of that information from the lore drop a month ago and see some of these. So far, the missions, in my opinion, seem pretty straightforward. Um, but they might get a little crazier into lore. And I think I think that's what you would expect. Your first few missions are going to be pretty straightforward. Go find the stuff. Go bring it back. Mm -hmm. Like, mark this cache. Do that just to get used to the loop. <clears throat> and then hopefully hopefully the later missions are, like, a little bit more intricate and uh, difficult. I really do think it's going to be kind of like a Ghost Recon situation. Like, you have the easy one, the side quest, and it's like you build up to almost like, a, you know, you need to go assassinate this HVT. and 
you know, need, you can't get caught. Like, imagine, like, you need to... I'm just, I'm just picturing a situation where, like, there's an HVT, you need to go assassinate this this person without alerting, like, any of the guards, or, you know, stuff like that, where, where, like, you're really utilizing suppressors, and if there is night vision, things like that, like, you're really utilizing the team play element and um, <clears throat> the dynamic servers, 24-7 persistent servers, and just um, having to think about, really, what you're bringing for the... For the I, I have a question for you guys. Especially uh, when we talk about like bringing in the gear and stuff like that, do you guys like that aspect of like it's gonna because it's not just gonna be like oh I died let me just quickly grab some gear respawn back in like you're gonna have to probably sit there repack mags repack your bag get some more gear make sure you're all good to go before going back in do you think that's gonna I know it's going to deter players but I know there's other players like myself that really do enjoy that getting ready before going back out aspect. I like, I like it. Yeah. I like it. And I think it also, that really reinforces the risk reward portion of these types of extraction shooters where like, for example, using DMZ as an example, right? There's no real risk reward element there. Cause okay. You, you died. Like your, your weapons regenerate. What did you actually, right? Nothing. So right. this, I think, it, it's making you take more time to think about what you're bringing in. Um, and that's, that was like my favorite part about Tarkov is working with your, your teammates about, you know, what you're bringing in, how many mags, all that stuff. I think that that's, that's like one of them. <laughs> that's as fun as the gameplay loop, I think in my mind. <laughs> okay. Blue. You're a great journalist. Excellent question. I think it's a really good question. My, my answer would be, it's fine with me as long as we're given the tools to deal with that. And by that, I generally mean UI. Um, just like right. just now where Tarkov's getting, where um, they have like uh, pre like pre-pack, presets for packing your mag. So if you want to put like M62 on top and M80 on the bottom of a 308 mag, you can do that and have a preset. So just click it and it does it. Um, if I hope they have loadout presets and uh, to where, you know, your, your helmet, your rig, your armor, your backpack, and uh, your meds are all on a preset. You can click buy and buy them all at once. Um, if you have to go buy that stuff individually every time, I think there there's a happy medium. I like the preparation. Like, all right, guys, you're going to bring meds. I'm going to bring some food. And uh, maybe somebody is going to run a little heavier in case we get into the shit, right? So, uh -huh. and you all set up. And that's really cool. But we just, we have to have the UI tools to do that efficiently because while it is cool to set that up, I don't want that to be the majority of my time um, setting that stuff up because yeah. that is that that that's a that's not a fun time in Tarkov when you you know you have a life and you have a finite amount of time to play a game, and when you're in Tarkov and you die right off the rip because someone knows where the spawns are before they had these presets. Now I have to go back and I'm going to spend more. I'm going to spend literally. I've done Tarkov streams where I've literally spent more time in the menus than I have in the actual game. And, and, the, and that, that feeling of, of shittiness can be solved by having good UI, good tools like presets and things like that. And also, I think the persistent servers will help, right? Because when, in yeah. Tarkov, you have to wait a really long time to queue for a match and still, especially at the beginning of a while, oh, for the servers yeah. to all get spun up and everybody to get connected and all that. If, if, the, if the servers are persistent here, you can pop in, pop out, get right in that yeah. should help that should help. Um, just depends on if you're on ssd or hard drive hopefully you're on ssd in 2024 but you know <laughs> you better be 
Um, so yeah, I really hope there's uh there's gear presets and uh and gun presets too. Tarkov's had that for a little bit, you know, kind of where you get the exploded view of your gun and the drop down for like the handguard, the sight, the the piston. Right behind the level. I didn't mean levels. What do you mean? I mean, no, no, I mean, no, no. I hope I hope I hope that's not locked behind a level, like you know, like the flea market. Oh, crazy. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you, you know, because like still... the, you, when you start getting those presets for those guns, you need to be a certain level. I wish that. I hope that's just there. Yeah, I mean, even low levels in Tarkov, you can still look at the presets. It's just when you click on the menu, there's nothing there because like you don't have the flea unlocked yet or your trader. Exactly. Version. So hopefully, in in this one. And I, I want some loot progression. I kind of I don't mind starting out with the shitty stuff and earning the better guns and stuff. That that's part of the fun. But I'm I'm like you. I want I want that preset to be there like level one, so I can just see what I have. Because a lot of times it's in Tarkov, it can get really tedious going around and finding like, oh, I want this pistol grip. I want this thing. And they helped it with presets, but yeah. So weapon and gear presets, I hope are in this game. That's going to help a lot. But I I do like the. I think that's part of the game. That's that. That helps with the immersion and like the the RPG aspect of it. Like you're super going on yeah. missions. I get it. I like it. I didn't even think about the preset though. That that really needs I feel like that needs needs to be implemented somehow in their own way though. Yep. I, I really hope so. But this this is it's becoming a really, really interesting game because like we're we're getting down to business time, right? Like if they're gonna have this thing close, man. If they're gonna have this thing out in already February within yeah. two months, gonna have to. Yeah, and you know, I, I will say also, um, I'm also been kind of like looking on my other screen here at some of the Delta Force Hawk Ops stuff that uh Wu Wu Meister, I believe it was mentioned early on. Um, that's kind of coming out here in like early access alpha testing stuff. You won also, and that looks very, very Tarkov esque as well. So like that, that could be you know how much of a competitor I don't know, but I mean I, I'm seeing I think you know we're filing Gray Zone very closely. The only other extraction shooter that I see causing any problems for it is, is obviously Tarkov is always going to reign king, and then this Delta Force Hawk Ops also. Uh, you know what I think Hawkhouse might be a better alternative more so than Grey Zone would be DMZ. What you uh oh, oh you mean like alternative to DMZ? Yeah, so like you know you have Tarkov, you know, Grey Zone could be an alternative to that more whereas like Delta Force could be more an alternative to like what people wanted from DMZ. Cuz there isn't yeah. that that extraction gameplay yeah, there's an extraction, you know, in there. But, I mean, I'm, what I'm looking at, it looks like you've alluded in this, this. Everything looks very Tarkov-esque with a mix of DMZ. So I think I think you're right. I think they're going to be two very different. So I think I think because I think it's, I feel like that's going to yeah. be more fast paced than. Yeah, it, well, Gray Zone yeah. is as, as slow paced, not as right. slow paced, but that's pretty slow paced. Gray Zone, Gray Zone looks like it's going to be a proper military. Like Milson, realistic shooter, which is what they're marketing it as. So yeah, I think there's mm -hmm. there's gonna be two differences there for sure. I'm I'm eager to see how they line up, how they stack up next to each other when they're both um, out in the market. But I think ultimately it's a good thing because like yeah, the more I'm I'm more of an extraction shooter than I am battle royale. I think BR is I'm I'm pretty over. So um, the fact that we're kind of seeing more extraction shooters come up specifically Q1 this yeah. year is just great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just in the beginning, yeah.
Yeah, and, and competition, you know, creates the best product. I think when you have two two products competing against each other, I think that's what we saw back in like the OG Modern Warfare Battlefield days, and yeah, and uh, so I think you know competition in general is going to be a good thing. I think yeah. they both offer two. If I don't see things. a rap battle between. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Gray's on a Tarkov on YouTube. It's not it's not true. Yeah. It didn't happen. Um, I'm not as excited about Delta Force, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. I having it be like the same game on mobile just has me not as excited, and I don't know if that's warranted or not. I'm still gonna check it out, like still paying attention to it. Not the best time, time, but, yeah. But I like this is like Unreal Five PC. Yeah. And yeah. then Delta Force is going to run on phones as well and potentially be mobile crossplay too. I think so. Crazy to think of. Not yeah, as. I think they're going to be two very different games. And then obviously, Gray Zone is the more rounded, realistic one of the two for sure. I did see something funny. But... We can talk about it in What's on X, but Player Two uh, made a pretty funny X, X post. A Z. A Z. <laughs> I still want to call it tweets. <coughs> still say Twitter.com, my browser. I don't care. <laughs> comparing the two i just poured coffee in my lungs oh <laughs> it went down the wrong pipe i'm gonna be okay it's like directly <laughs> to the vein <laughs> oh it's gonna suck now but man when that caffeine hits right in the right your lungs are in the bloodstream ready to go i'll be all right he's gonna be streaming for five hours six <laughs> hours podcast. Sick. hang on let's go so no, I think that pretty much covers it. I think um, missions and lore um, has been completely covered. And while I do appreciate the info, like people in chat are saying, and, and it's I get kind of caught up in this, and it makes me feel like the game is like a year out, the way that the they're kind of trickle-feeding the information. But it's like two months. It's like we need to start, we need to start seeing yeah. some stuff. So yeah, um, hopefully they get the, the internal alpha test going. Um, hopefully they get the uh, the gameplay loops out so people can see it and start breaking that down. And I, I think that'll yeah. help a lot. People people need to see that. Definitely. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is everyone's favorite game, Call of Duty Season 2. Uh, basically, I was having fun in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer with mm -hmm. Team Gunfight. It takes the cheese out of it. You don't have perks, so not everyone runs a covert sneakers, and I fall asleep. Like, it actually, like, it's kind of skill versus skill because everybody's using the same gun, right? One life mode, like I like. Yeah. There's audio. I did not realize until yesterday, it is a limited time mode. It's over in a day and a half. Sweet. So That's good. The only mode that I've been having fun with, Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer, is gone day after tomorrow. So that's cool. Um, but they are releasing uh they are releasing some stuff in uh uh rebirth that's been pretty cool. Uh playing with the squad, I've been getting some rebirth wins. I'm being more comfortable with it. Um had a had three let's see we won we won four out of six games, had a three in a row on the rebirth on a Sheikah. Tired of playing that old map. Um so Fortune's Keep is coming. So that should be good. I have been somewhat enjoying enjoying uh rebirth island pretty much anything with footsteps i enjoy but uh search and destroy <laughs> everyone knows i was excited for that that's completely dead to me they're adding a ninja vest dude did I you see this shit i saw your post yeah 
dude it's so bad and it's kind of a bummer because uh, um on the content side of this drop there's actually a lot of 6v6 maps um Mm -hmm. stash house vista departures um uh das house is all coming there's four 6v6 maps so that's like what what we used to get in an old premium dlc it's huge it's awesome yeah um there's going to be a skid grow variant um an airborne variant which looks like um air uh takes on terminal and uh skid row and then there's a new war mode um operation coming um and then the big news probably is fortune's keep and the sweatiest experience i bet you can ever have in a video game is going to be ranked resurgence (laughs) that's going to be i will uh, not be playing dude that (laughs) no what i'm hoping is it takes some of the crazy like cheaters and sweaty people out of the regular uh resurgence and maybe can have some more wins um but they i guess they are doing team gun game that might be all right i don't know man i i really enjoyed team gunfight because i i could get yield a full squad from folks in the twitch chat and and have good comms and and really string some wins together and have a good time um the new weapons uh same thing they're keeping they're doing a ram 9 we had the ram 7 um, what is this? The S two thousand? That what it is? F two thousand? Yeah, you got the F two thousand. Ram the Ram nine is the X ninety five. Um, and then that third one there is the ARX two hundred. I think it's chambered in seven six two by fifty one. So, um, some cool weapons. I I think. Um, I also think that the Ram nine could have been an aftermarket part. Um. And the F two thousand, obviously, I, I'm hoping it's not the just the reused asset from Vanguard, but <laughs> oh yeah, it probably is going to be F two thousand was one of the guns that turned the tide of World War two. It did, it did. Yep. Shout out F in. F and Herstel just they were like, you know what, <laughs> we just need to bring out something <sighs> eighty years ahead of its time. Right now, let's do it. <laughs> and they did, but yeah. This this actually kind of bums me out. I'm I'm gonna have fun uh playing with the crew, playing some resurgence from time to time. And uh but other than that, I'm I'm pretty bummed out that I hate how this multiplayer plays with the covert sneakers mm-hmm. and they're releasing the most multiplayer content they have in like forever. So like cool. COD timing. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I oh man, couldn't be me. Yeah, blues, <laughs> blues, blues, blues saving himself the mental anguish that you and I go through because I, 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 I just keep going back to Battlefield Four and Battlefield Three. That's all. I'm yeah, doing. I know. I was doing Battlefield Four, um, much, much better. And you know what? What's really kind of bummed me out here? Like you get this Walking Dead crossover with Rick and Michonne. You're getting a Dune crossover. Um, just the crossovers they've done are so weird and like. It just this is this is a modern warfare game. Modern Warfare 2019, I think after that you saw some studio heads leave right after that game, and then the Modern Warfare 2 and now 3 really, really changed their tone. Um you know, you're getting Walking Dead, like that show's over. Walking Dead's <laughs> been going on since 2011, 2010. And now they're Crazy. doing now they're doing some bundles for it. Like the the series ended. You know, they ignored all the all the John Wicks. They ignored both the extraction movies. 
Um, they ignore. There's other ones in there that I'm. Um, uh, well, even like, yeah, we had opportunities for some grounded crossovers that were coming out literally parallel with the game. Like a Reacher one would be sick. Yeah, like Reacher. You had exactly. these things that are coming out Operators. that are relevant. Yeah, there's no, you know, Dune's they go the complete opposite. Yeah, right. And it, like, I get it. Dune's coming out. Market it. Fine. I'm excited for Dune, but I don't want to see Dune in a Call of Duty game. Why is it in Call of Duty? Why is Walking Dead in Call of Duty? I get it because there's zombies here, but you know, the fact that they ignored Extraction One and Two. There's no Tyler. Like, give us a Tyler Rake. There's just. I'm pretty. I'm in a weird spot right now because I'm really don't have any desire to cover call of duty at well they all, right? used to do like the like in old call of duty zombies they used to you know help machete was in one you know like they but they yeah. used to be this you know the the character specifically only in that game mode you know well, so they yeah, could yeah. they could have just done that for the walking dead but no and they also have to use it in freaking multiplayer as well too you know i'd rather see Nicki yeah. minaj fight zombies than just you know running around in regular multiplayer yeah it's just it's the voice lines imagine yeah right it's just really weird and i think also i'm pretty over call of duty like warzone like i'll go back and play dmz and that's about it like warzone's just this slide cancel um only use four gun i'm just so i'm so done with that same crap year after year after year yeah i Um, just the, the game's gone in such a weird direction i'm so over it for me for me it's the people i play with um, I have folks in my community that are crossplay, um, and I have a lot of friends the only that, thing keeping you there. Though. Yeah, I have a lot of really good friends that this is like all they play, and I want to hang out with them. So this is I play a cod for that. You reason. sit through right, the mental yeah, anguish. Right now, right now, my <laughs> desire is I, I, my desire is like if I gotta pick the like if I just want to play what I want to play, I I want to get some uh, some more Rainbow Six in, and I've been thinking about uh messing around with like PUBG and battlefield and like crazy stuff and maybe like yeah. leveling up a little american bit truck simulator yeah oh an american truck simulator dude my chat my twitch chat is obsessed with american truck simulator i'm like what should we That's play so tonight crazy. guys and everybody's like american trucks everybody wants to see american truck simulator still time man it's pretty fun i just crank the jams and talk about life it's sweet Something that's funny here, though, is they're bringing in Walking Dead characters, and there's no no zombies anything until till, uh the re, re the reloaded part of this season. So yeah, uh, like, and also I think I saw something where it was pretty much. It, I don't know if it was a it wasn't like official official. It was from leakers that zombies was pretty much thrown together to justify the price tag of seventy dollars. Like, I don't know anybody that's playing zombies. I play a little bit of zombies. It's so boring. Like, you know, if it doesn't have, I'm going to have a hard, I'm going to have a hard time getting hooked on it. If it's not PVP, like I get bored. Yeah. It's just, you're going and doing the same story. Right. It's it's just a, like a, it's not even like a cool story game with stuff to it. It's just like a aim trainer. I got it. Yeah. it's just weird. And I, I, so yeah, Call of Duty season two. I there's, think there's a lot I, of stuff. I think the, there's a lot of stuff. I think Call of Duty is in one of the worst spots it's been. Now, that may not be reflecting financially or anything like that. But right now, I think where you look at the, the trajectory of Modern Warfare 2019, and then you look at like, uh, you had Black Ops Cold War, pretty decent title. It was, it was pretty well rounded. Then you had Vanguard, which was just not well received. 
Modern Warfare 2 overall was not well received. I enjoyed aspects of it, including DMZ. And then you had Modern Warfare 3, which, you know, has a lot of problems, but and they're just going with this purple hair nonsense, pushing it into the store and everything. So um it's a interesting time for Call of Duty. I think it's it's about time some other studios came out with games. Like if anybody's gonna take on Call of Duty again, like this is your time. So that'll feel together for next year but yeah cod's doing fine they're doing great they're they're making a ton of money it's just they're always gonna make money they're always gonna make money and they're always gonna outsell but the the quality of the game for me battlefield always had a better quality game overall even though they were always outsold by call of duty um and i think that's what we're seeing again now i think the quality of the game even though the sales and the money is coming in you know faster than people can count it i think the quality is is suffering greatly right now i think that you know case in point is snd right your snd and multiplayer experience like you just said the only way you can have fun in, in multiplayer is the team gunfight and so it's gone we'll see what they do i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm just like you i i think we should talk about it because it's like the biggest shooter usually um and it covers it a wide yeah. range of our audience but man i just i'm not feeling cod right now and, and that could loop around i'm yeah. guessing I'm I mean, guessing when they bring uh, Rebirth Island back, I'll be playing the heck out of that, um, just with my friends because we had some good memories on that. But yeah, it's not not feeling it. Um, let's see what did I do? Broke something. Um, oh, I really broke something. Hold on, I lost no. my. Uh, I lost the the. Shoot, man. Hold on. What do we do now? Okay, we're back. No, we're not. What happened? Uh, was the stream done? No, I lost the screen share thing on the on the stream. I don't know why. Not working. Technical. Come on, production team. Yeah, they they <laughs> totally jacked it up. Why does it do that? We brought someone in from Raven to help out with the production. They freaking broke it i knew yeah I they, knew, they wanted I to change it up the you know yeah. and they were like, like we should make the show a lot like hulu guys and <laughs> i was like i don't think that's a good idea and he's like you know what i'm just i, I know what i'm doing did. And he's like i get paid the big bucks yeah yeah i totally lost it all right well you guys can talk talk amongst yourselves for a second while i try to figure this out that's awesome. <laughs> i think going back to that I, I, I hopefully didn't have this plan for quick shots or anything, but I know with the with the Call of Duty topic that we were just kind of going in the direction of Call of Duty, like I think it was kind of rumored that Battlefield most likely won't have a title till 2025. Um so again, I think that's gonna be like 2025, you know, this later this year you're getting supposedly a Gulf War Call of Duty. Um so I think Which, like uh I I think I every year I get like slightly excited. <laughs> and then I, but then I end up not buying it and realize, okay, it was a good, good, you yeah, know, investment. But right. dude, I mean, what golf? War. I just want to see chocolate chip desert pattern. That's all I want to see. Yeah, like exactly. But I, I, but again, like I think, in, with Battlefield probably doing a title in 2025. Right now, I highly doubt they got a whole game ready to launch later this year, given where where they've where they've been. Yeah, so are we consistently fixing Modern Warfare 3? Or, yeah. are, are or we breaking ever... it, then fixing it, then breaking it again. 
Yeah, and with Battlefield 2042 having all of its issues. So I think, you know, will we ever get back to a point like the golden age of gaming, I think, was like the 2010s there where you had Battlefield 3 versus Modern Warfare 3, Battlefield 4. Uh, you know, that was that was like peak gaming. In Halo my 3, those yeah. areas. Yeah. Yeah. You had you had We'll see. We'll see what. I'm going to get some of my buddies that actually were like my actually more my dad's buddies that were like in the Gulf War and just uh, talk to them like, hey, it's actually because, you know, I'm going to see freaking Lizzo or some some rapper want, running around right, right. Kuwait, just, you know, hauling ass. And I'm going to be like, hey, you know, Jim, do you remember seeing Lizzo in a ray gun in Kuwait while you guys were yeah. you know calling A-10 strikes on? You know, oil rigs, you know, something like that. No, no, <laughs> never mind. I do, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy had a ray gun, you know, and then, you know, he pack a punched his stuff as well, too. Yeah, man, I remember that. I remember that. You know, and we slid everywhere. All of our marches, all of our hikes, we were slide canceling everywhere. That's how we got there fast. That's how we overran Kuwait. Yeah. We just, we <laughs> just got to find, we just got to find a different game to play. And uh, I have been. Um, it's, I don't, I don't really want to say, unfortunately, cause it's like no dig on my friends, but I have several friends that play COD. So I'll probably always have a foot in that door. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but my desire to like to have fun to compete is like rainbow six Tarkov and sprinkling some battlefield here. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've been competing to death. Call of duty competition is just like kind of a joke yep. that game is a cheater. Yep. Um, so in the what's on X segment, I don't have a ton of stuff. Um, I was just going to mention this. This is happening again um, within uh, the Battlefield community. Uh, Westy reposted Pixels is having, uh, seeing like a bunch more harassment again within the Battlefield community. We talked about uh, that happened in the past with Ash. And it's really weird. Like you can't swear in the in-game chat, but you can harass, talk and target community members seemingly without punishment. Talking about like stream snipers and so much like toxicity and stuff. Mm -hmm. um but yeah Wesley was kind of calling it out and and just just seeing it over again enders talks about just over the past few months i can name five people that have been actively doxxed and harassed with little to no action taken um ea doesn't or punish or remove those people and i, I don't get that like they have that positive play charter and, and all that stuff and and they let like a lot of crap go on and i i really don't expect anything to happen because there's also a website that literally made them a list of all the cheaters within battlefield 5 and made them a stat based list and they don't do anything about it um, I think they're probably too busy working on the next game to really care, but I just it's just wild how they talk the talk with this stuff. Um and want it to be like a nice a safe for everybody, but they don't want it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They and even they, promoted it as well too in the trailers and stuff like that. And yeah, emotional the, marketing material. Yeah, their, their positive play charter or whatever was supposed to be like a huge deal and, and then they just let people get stream sniped, harassed, and doxxed and don't do anything about it. It's so weird. Um, I mean, they also they also said 2042 was a love letter to the fan. So I mean, well, they said they said in the in the conference call that uh, the next one is a a community based experience. You know, it's for the community. What does that even mean? It means the exact same thing. No. It's for the great shit. It's the same. And some lady who's never played a video game and doesn't know anything about Battlefield is going to come and be like, Battlefield's in the best state this early on it's ever been in. Oh, pretty, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much, I think. But in regards to the actual topic, there, um, 
that's insane and that on that honestly like if you're not supporting your current game like i'm assuming this is all in 2042 right so this is your current game where people are getting harassed like this um and it was happening in battlefield 5 like crazy like they need to get on that they and I, and I think that goes, you know, Crash, you covered a lot of like last door reviews previously. Yeah, just we can like, talk about that too. I got it pulled up. No management, like poor management. Like they got to get their ducks in a row. And they're like, there should be a department monitoring this stuff. And especially if there is a website that you said was put together for all the cheaters in Battlefield 5 with, with proof and statistics behind it all, like they need to have a team acting on this. Completely unacceptable for a AAA studio. Um, that That's. That's a big problem. And the fact that that's something that's still happening uh, in 2042 when it was an issue in, in Battlefield 5 is completely ridiculous. Yep. So I agree. What USA Specialist did, some of these older ones. So um, I worked with Tom Henderson on his video about like what happened, what went wrong with Battlefield 2042. And then I kind of did my own uh, research into it. And I, I made a video about some of these older uh, Glassdoor reviews. Um, about like what happened during the time USA specialist did a video about it with some of the more recent ones um, mm -hmm. These ones from like 2021 on his uh, tweet. So check out the video guys USA specialist awesome, dude really good battlefield creator um, You need to check out his stuff. He's a friend of the program been on a couple times um, They talk about it's a you can go on Glassdoor for those you don't know and people can leave reviews About their former employers. So you have to take them with a little bit of grain of salt because they're people that no longer work there generally um, but it said the messiest company I've ever worked for. They have good pay, but they have very bad management. Um, you can see the pros are nice culture, nice money cons. This is from recently, no chance for growth. Nobody teaches you anything. Internal engine is really hard to work with. So it sounds like some of the same issues that we've beat to death already. Uh, August of 2023, the pros are very friendly employee or very employee friendly work-life balance. People are smart, nice to work with. However, the cons planning is bad. Leadership does not know what to do clearly and do not make decisions. So some of the same stuff we've heard, like it doesn't, unfortunately, from the time I made the video, like back in like 2022, where I talked about some of these other ones, the 2023 and the 2024 ones that he brings up do not sound any better. <laughs> so, and you know, by this time they should have had like the new management going and stuff like that. So it doesn't yeah. sound like things are changing yet there the new the new management and and the fact that you know what when was that in, internal engine one obviously referring to frostbite when was that one because that's the if the engine gave them that much trouble for um battlefield uh 2042 like they had to like remake parts of the game because of the engine was giving them so much trouble like man they need, hopefully they're making some improvements for the next game, switching engines or doing something. Cause I, I don't know how you're supposed to make a, how you're supposed to make a, a great game when you're bringing in new employees and developers who just are, are saying that the engine is extremely hard to work with. That's, yep. that's also a problem. Yep. And that's no training, no training there we're hearing too is also bad. <laughs> yep. That's, that's some of the. Some of the stuff we've talked about in the past quite a bit but there's there's some updated information on if you want to check out that video um yeah and it is important to note like i like i said that a lot of those employees are their ex-employees so you could get a little bit of extra saltiness that they no longer work there so keep true, that in mind true, true but i think like what, what we've seen with the product and what we just talked about with the there's a theme. situation situation yeah like it's mm -hmm. evident it's evident that there's some truth to it so. there's a theme
Um, I I got this one for you, Buff. I thought you'd like it. Uh, on X right, from ready. from Player Two. Um, a lot of people uh on I guess Player Two's video said, "Oh God, another COD ripoff." Now I've been getting a lot of Gray Zone Warfare comments. The whole oh, it's gonna be like the day before again. Like God damn it, man. Like so tired of that. Um, I know Blue's got that too when talking about new games and stalker and stuff. How everything's gonna be like it's gonna be like the day before. It ruins so many people. Um, yep. But about the crazy, <laughs> yep. About the gray zone COD comparison, player two said it's not centering their focus around cosmetic monetization models. Realism immersion is what they're going for, not a goofy arcade FPS. And this one, COD is the gamer equivalent to white girls that order pumpkin spice lattes. Don't ever compare this one to the development of CODs. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So true, dude. So funny. So now there's there's a lot more to uh to gray zone warfare. And the the realism and immersion stuff, then, then uh, yeah, slide canceling. I would I would never compare Call of Duty to this. That's completely, completely insane. I can't very different. Yeah, there are. Uh, I mean, YouTube comments are a wild, wild place. Yeah, I mean, there's some really smart, educated people out there. So I think that's a takeaway. Whoa! Quick shot out of nowhere, dude. Uh, Blue's been wanting to talk about this for a bit, and I can see why it looks pretty sweet. I know a lot of people are excited about. It. I didn't know anything about it. I'm stupid. I ain't know um, anything about it. <laughs> Helldivers Two releases real soon. Is that yeah. what you're saying to me? A, bu- a buddy of mine was like, "Hey, have you heard of this game? Was there in a live stream called Helldivers Two? I was like, "Hell no! What is it?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a third-person shooter." I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, but it's four-player co-op. Oh, okay, you got me more excited. Oh, and." uh and he gifted it to me and I was like, Oh, thanks, man. I'll, I'll look at it <laughs> some more. And then uh the more I looked into it, more I was like, Oh, wait a minute, I've been kind of sleeping on this 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 project. Apparently it's really like there's a lot of people excited for it. And it's it's a four player co-op, you know, shooter that has weird bug monster things as well, too. And the whole like uh, uh marketing behind it it's like like the propaganda of, it's like almost like starship troopers of like earn your citizenship but like you know fight for democracy kill the alien race kind of thing like that you know you know uh yeah what was it uh save the planet you know just going around planet to planet um and then there's like a new enemy type but the cool part is also well there's two two cool uh interesting things one there's uh friendly fire which could go very well, very bad, depending on who you play with. So actually, like, getting in, you know, your line of sight, stuff like that. Uh, and also, there's, like, a almost, like, if anyone remembers this game, uh, like, the oh, the OG Battlefront 2, or Battlefront, sorry, even that one, or was it only Battlefront 2? might have been that one. Like, the, the early 2000s had, like, a Galactic Conquest-type game mode where yeah. you go from, like, planet to planet, fight battles there. Yeah. They have that here as well. So you and your friends are fighting this like galactic conquest mission, but you're also, it's like you have your missions. Other players have their missions and together you guys are working towards a collective goal. So like the entire world, uh, the player base is like working towards these main missions as well. So I think that's just a really cool aspect. And I'm a big fan of just like that starship trooper shooting bug type stuff. But there's also like, there's a big team play aspect as well too so let's say if you bring in this huge rocket launcher cool but you need your friend to carry the rockets for you but then that gives away his 
like secondary option to bring something else in. So it's like a good teamwork option as well too to take down the bigger enemies as well. So uh it's very team-based oriented. Also, there's gonna be like AI as well that's running around and it seems very like immersive in their own way. And it's just it just seems really cool. Like even like wearing <laughs> like their their main goal is not just like to kill the enemy it's to look good while doing it like <laughs> wearing capes and like they 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 put it out there it's like you know you earn your cape type thing so um yeah I've it's coming out on the eighth as well so it's right around the corner i've already seen more content in this trailer than starfield had yeah that's yeah. that's cool yeah it's uh and because the thing about this too this is third person people are like ah it's third person but this used to be a top-down game for well, playstation and I, I don't i don't hate third you know? person in a non-competitive environment like i mean like the battlefronts third person. yes for sure played the shit out of those like well then i don't mind third person non-multiplayer and it makes a cosmetic stand out and i need to i need to switch my mindset like i i need to uh to switch my mindset to to not instantly dismiss non-PVP shooters anymore. Because you know what? There's no cheaters in this game. Because it's a PvE co-op. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like on screen, you can see the Galactic Conquest type thing. You know, they pick where you want to fight. You deploy. Uh, and also, if you do end up dying, there is, like, consequences to that. But you can call in, like, a respawn. But... You can actually, I believe, go pick up your your stuff as well too. So if you end up dying, you'll you'll come back in with like a default loadout, but you can go back and grab your stuff as well too. So it's not just like it's gonna get pretty hectic for sure. But you also have to know like, hey, like things are gonna get hairy. Watch our back, you know. Mm. Like set up these auto turns, set up these drones that fight for you. Like it's it's pretty crazy. Call in airstrikes as well too. They got space A10 warthogs, you know um so <laughs> it's it seems really really cool actually like and again this is kind of like the idea of like people are starting to look away from multiplayer and look more for co-op and single player experiences and like then you got games like this that are like there's a lot of content when you don't have to really focus on like the pvp aspect of net code and net you know network and uh, all that stuff where you can just focus on more on like the content you know yeah. so it's i'm just i'm ready for for this also because i think starship troopers uh what's extermination is that what it's called right yeah yeah, yeah. Starship, it, that game is um as much as i love like shooting bugs it's it's still kind of early access where this feels more like a big triple a release so you know yeah, and you it, know being on by sony so yeah, being on pc and ps5 or P- playstation is interesting usually it's it's Microsoft versus Sony, but now it's like it's not on Xbox, yeah. but it's on Microsoft's PC. On play, it's on Windows. Exactly. Windows. I was really very confused when I saw that, but that's an interesting release. Sorry, X no. Boys. But yeah, <laughs> X Boys. Yeah, get yourself yeah, a PC, PC Master Race. No, this looks interesting. I wonder if I could. Yeah, I just wonder if I could get into it and like get invested in it because it would be fun just to play with. Because my favorite part of multiplayer shooters is teamwork like rainbow six and, and playing with friends like and, so this would be the same thing but you just don't have cheaters <laughs> you got emotes too like this guy did a handshake and then head butted and stuff like that and again the cosmetics look really cool too it fits you know, you know? 
like you can do whatever if it's futuristic yeah. space game you can go crazy Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i'm also not seeing like you know anime skins i mean I, it could be a thing but you know <laughs> for now i just want to call in space i want to call in space nukes you know and then it got it's just i don't know i, I i'm kind of just that's why i just play a lot more single player co-op games now in fact i think I, after this i'm gonna go play i'm gonna try out power world for the first time so oh, i gotta nice. give it to me i was like i gotta try if it, if it got gifted to me then i gotta try it out so yeah you're obligated i'm i'm a power world hater and i know nothing about it so i have no then you know the funny the funny uh pokemon with guns and you can capture humans and make them work for you you know like it's just you know nintendo is gonna try to come after them but i guess they never really did so for some reason i'm just like that like anytime there's like a fad or something big crazy thing that takes over i'm i just don't want to deal with it well it just wasn't my kind of like game i'm not i'm not into you know pokemon i'm not into you know i I maybe did like some digimon stuff when i was a kid but even then i wasn't really into it so i was just i was busy playing medal of honor watching world war ii in color like (laughs) that was kind of like my childhood growing up but uh you you know i did see a funny uh, not a fun and more an interesting tweet or x whatever the hell you want to call it is that pal world with the price tag it has plus the content is overselling like uh the the suicide kill the suicides or killed the justice league the suicide squad game that came out recently that had millions of dollars going to triple a huge names huge title horrible network horrible gameplay bad ui you know just bad story you know and then you have pal world you know little little indie game pretty much that came out and is like overselling more concurrent players i think i hit maybe close to three million maybe even more now like the, you put out good content people. yeah yeah you're, you put out good content you're gonna get results simple as that you don't need to put any of these crazy skins monetization afterwards you just put out a game with content that works and it's fun so it's almost like the recipes in front of a lot of these developers and they just don't see it yeah make fun game wow okay it's <laughs> just blue, blue blue stop stop blue you're just going Sorry. down a rabbit Sorry. hole okay like we get it you nonsense. think the windigo is in your backyard we got it nonsense <laughs> absolute nonsense so all right well, that's all i had guys that is, is that a show is that a program that's a show i think so that is a show we well with that being said, everyone, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. We should be back at it next week. Uh, hopefully, I have a little bit more time to prepare, but I think we uh, we had some good good discussion. And uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support the show, leave a review on the podcast platform. Leave a like and a comment on the YouTube video. And uh, share it around. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And hopefully, see you guys next Monday. Peace.